yesterday, September 30th, last night, I, I went to bed early and I was woken up by a, my phone ringing. My phone was buzzing at 11.58 p.m. And it's Lucille, friend of the pod, Lucille, petty, friend in, friend in real life, but, you know. Friend, friend in real life and friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. So I pick up the phone and I go, hey, babe. And it's silence. And I go, hey, babe, are you okay? And then Green Day starts playing. Stop. Because it is now midnight. How dare she? Lucille. And Melanie, she has done this to me at least four years in a row. (laughs) Every single goddamn time. But you know what? I think it's the one prank I am not mad at. I'm not tired of. I'm not annoyed by. I'm just like, this is great. It's so good. And the best, <laughs> it started playing, the music started playing, and out loud I went, yeah, that's right. Out yeah, loud Roscoe's I went. Yeah, has got feelings. Roscoe's like, this bitch woke us up! <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did. Um, the music started playing, and I just heard, da-na-na, 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 da-na, and out loud I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hear her witch cackle. You had me at... Hell no. Hello, and welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you are new, welcome. And if you are returning, welcome back to our podcast where we talk about romance movies and why we love a genre that hates us. Mm-hmm. We talk about rom-coms, dramas, erotic thrillers. Yeah. We get into all of it. If a romance is at the center of that plot, ooh, baby, we're involved. We've got opinions. We are mm. we are two ladies with a lot of opinions. Yes. And we don't even really watch romance to relax or unwind. That's not our go-to genre, which is what obviously makes us qualified to critique it. Yes. Uh, but Wait, Allie, no. Oh. <laughs> we were going to ask each other the same <laughs> no, question. <laughs> oh, oh, friendship. Oh, Isn't friendship. it wonderful? Oh, Isn't it wonderful? Oh, delightful. Yeah. Mel, what do you like to watch to chill out? I love horror, um, but also... I love reality TV, and I'm I'm a little bit ashamed to admit that, but um, The Circle Season 3, pretty good. Everyone around me is watching The Circle. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love spooky things, and now that it's officially October, I can assume my final form, so mm-hmm. that's been really comforting. But, yeah. Allie, what do you like to watch for fun? I, I love, like, an action or, like, a specifically, specifically, like, a heist. I love, like, we're all uh, coming together to do it. In fact, this movie that we're talking about today is kind of directly in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Well, um, when I was watching it, I was like, I understand why Allie picked this. Yes. But it's <laughs> so good. Um, I'm excited about today's movie. Um, Let's get into it. All right. I This week's movie is i believe 1998 yep, out of 98. sight out of sight 
Um, okay, as with any of our episodes, we're going to spoil stuff. I would recommend that if you have not seen Out of Sight, pause the podcast, go watch it, and then come back. Because we're going to spoil everything, and I think it, that movie's so, or, like... Or you don't have to watch it. Ali, I think this may be one what? of the... I think this movie may be one of our most polarizing movies. Because no! Did you hate it? it I oh. hated it. I, I loved this. I loved my, this movie. I watched it with Jake, and the whole time, poor <laughs> poor little lad, we were just sitting there, and the whole time I'm like, why? Why is this happening? I hate this. I hate this. Every what? time something happened in the plot, I was just like, I hate this. Okay. And I'm so sorry, because I'm, I know that you liked it. I love this movie. This movie is so good. I, I loved truly, it. I learned that this film, the screenplay was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Screenplay and Best Adapted Screenplay. And I was like, how? What? For what? Fuck you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Your dog is even upset with me. My gay son is furious. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to him. Brasco, how do you feel? <laughs> okay, he's he's shocked. <laughs> shocked as and appalled. I. I as am I. <laughs> I I love this movie. I'm, I hadn't seen it before. Me neither. I I'm curious about what kinds of things specifically you liked and I didn't like because well, I wonder if they're the same thing. I already like this. Well, here's the thing. This is already a genre that I like and this already has a vibe that I like. Like, I oh, like yeah. a Soderbergh kind of, like, Soderbergh also did, like, the Ocean's Eleven ones. He did, um, what's another one he did? He did Sex, Lives, and Videotape, although that's a different vibe than this. Um, yeah. He did, uh, I didn't love Logan Logan Lucky, but I did kind of like it. He did he did one called Haywire that was all right, although Gina Carano can go fuck herself. Um, yeah, uh, but this is already yeah. and I like also I like this is based on an Elmore Leonard novel, so like I like Elmore Leonard stuff. So this is already stuff that I like that is my kind of comfort s- stuff. Yeah, he also did Aaron Brockovich. Yes, thank you. I was trying to remember. I'm like, there's a big one that I'm forgetting. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, like, and he also did Magic Mike, which you love, which I yes. also enjoyed that movie. These but. are all things and movies that I love. These are all vibes that I love. These are all movies that I love. Um, yes. I will say, I Magic Mike, not super for me. Magic Mike XXL, great. A- undeniable movie. A Love great it. road trip movie. I will rewatch. Ma- well, the first Magic Mike is like kind of a sad movie about the fallout from the 2008 financial crisis. Like it's t- Magic Mike is kind of about the downfall of the gig economy. Gig economy. Whereas Magic Mike Two is like Whippers on a road trip. Hold on, my my son is yelling at me because he's like, I can't believe Men- Melanie didn't like this. I mean, movie. that's fair. That's okay. I want to hear. Okay, I want to hear from you. Yeah, see, here's the thing. The acting was okay. <laughs> the plot The plot was all right. Uh, I, I I really think I have to say, I really think it's because I hate George Clooney. Oh, that that's okay. Like, that makes Okay, for if me, you are not a George Clooney ho at all. No, he's You're going to be in hell. For me, like I don't even afford him the same respect to the craft that I afford Ryan Gosling. Like I what? Just, I see George Clooney and I'm like, Hurgh. I'm okay. I am 
almost the opposite. I am, I'm not, it's not that I'm attracted to George Clooney, because it's not that I'm comforted for George Clooney. I am, I'm like, oh, we're going to be okay. George Clooney is here. George Clooney is talking right now. Really? Like, I have the opposite. I'm like, um, oh, George Clooney's here? Everything's going to go wrong. No, I'm I'm like, there might be some mischief, but like, I'm going to be okay. He's going to make sure that we're going to get through this. Oof, I have the opposite feeling. Truly, Allie, when I see George Clooney, it's it's worse, if not the same, as when I see Kevin Costner. I'm just like, why oh, are you I here? hate Kevin Co- Costner. That's where we're on the same page. Like, I hate Kevin fully, Costner. I don't, just, I don't understand... I, at like any appeal of Kevin Costner, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, and fully like, obviously, my opinion about George Clooney is an opinion because clearly the rest of the world does not share that opinion because he's very like a highly decorated actor. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I just like in my soul, I just don't get it. Okay, the first note I wrote while re- while watching this movie was Clooney is undeniable, but clearly that's where we differ. The first note that I wrote was I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved it. Okay, so because I'm very comforted by George Clooney, I will say I I another note I wrote down. If not. The second note I wrote was so comforted by Clooney. The third note was Karen. J Lo is a Karen. Yeah, that threw me. And Um, I think that's just because of what, like, what Karen means now. Because in '98, Karen was just a name, just a lady name. Yeah, but Um, you know what was interesting is like I feel like everyone else in this movie did a great job. J Lo did a good job. Ving Rhames, great job. Don Cheadle, great job. Steve Zahn, my love. Uh-huh. With a handlebar mustache, mm-hmm. great job. Mm-hmm. Albert Brooks, great job. Yeah, I a lot of hearts next to cast like people in the cast as they show up. And the Luis Guzman. And Luis Guzman, Viola Davis shows up at one point. That's right. I made a note. I think at one point I messaged you like we yeah. did. We watch another Viola Davis movie. I know. We keep watching movies where Viola Davis isn't the main character, but she keeps showing up. But guess what? She Don't makes it work it. every single time. Every single she's time. A professional. You're like, she's a professional. Even no matter how you feel about the rest of the movie, when Viola Davis shows up, you're like, we're going to be okay here. This is going to go fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So the movie is about... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you hate it. Okay. I yeah, um, I'm really sorry. I actually okay. feel bad that I didn't like it. It's okay. You can have your opinion. Um that's what <laughs> this podcast is for. This is what this podcast is for. Um, okay, so Clooney is uh Jack Foley, he's a bank robber. Uh and the opening scene is him robbing a bank really just with like charm. He and, and that's part of the thing is he never uses a gun yeah. like he doesn't. So yeah. like at the end of the movie when he actually has to use a gun he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, yeah, that was a little bit funny. That's funny. Um, and he gets caught because he tries to steal a car to drive away and like it the engine floods so he can't get away. So he goes back to jail. Um, and he's been to jail before. Um, anyway he escapes because he sees some of the other inmates talking and he's like so you guys are planning to get out and they're like okay yeah we're gonna do that tonight we were gonna do it on super bowl sunday but they're moving a fence so we figure why not just do it tonight so that's luis guzman luis guzman's and i knew you would be excited to see luis guzman because you I love was luis excited guzman. to see him i do love him yeah he is delightful 
Um, and so they escape that night. Um, and J-Lo is a federal marshal. And that she's was, to me, the most unbelievable part of this movie because she was terrible at her job. She was. I thought she was all right. I didn't think so. I think in terms of like her stealth and her fighting skills, yeah, she did a good job. Mm-hmm. Everything else she did as a federal marshal, I was like, how did you get this? How? 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 Like what, Moni? <laughs> well, first of all, never wears a practical shoe. She's J-Lo. That's J-Lo, though. She's but also, like, boot. I don't know. I feel like part of the gig would be I'm not. I'm Marshall. not watching a Jennifer Lopez movie to see her in a practical shoe. Well, I am because I didn't <laughs> believe that she was a federal marshal. Okay, because well, if did. she was a federal marshal, she would be uh, anticipating running around chasing criminals a lot more than she does anticipate it. Okay. Okay. Like, well, she's literally sitting outside the gates of a prison wearing stilettos and a tiny little dress with a shotgun doesn't have her badge or identification on her she does. doesn't They're call for her. doesn't call for backup at any point where how and she then, call they were whatever okay continue Sorry. and then and then she gets lifted up by Ving Rhames and George Clooney and put in the trunk of a car with George Clooney, which is their meet cute and how they fall in love, which I, I just, I didn't, I didn't feel the spark. Like I knew these were two people who were supposed to be falling for each other and I didn't buy it at all. I did. (laughs) These are two people who have very good chemistry, who are very charming. These are two people who you like saying, well, okay, normally, Melanie yeah, like, like to things. the to everyone else who's not me. These are people that you like, I people like that you're meant to like and trust. And when you see them, you're like, oh. And I think they have good chemistry, and I was surprised that I liked this too. And also, she's like firing at them. She's doing. Also, where's she gonna call for? Whatever. I sh- I'm sure she wasn't expecting that to happen. Anyway, also they throw her in the truck. She is pretty smart with her gun. Like she's pretty crafty. I thought. Um, right, but she keeps getting in all these situations. At the beginning like, of the movie, and then the rest of the thing is her chasing him. She's the only one who's, like, on to him. Everyone, yeah, every other um, cop, that's the whole point of the rest of the movie, is every other cop is, like, fucking up, except for her. Right, and that's what that's part of what I didn't understand, though, because, like... You didn't understand have... that cops are idiots? <laughs> no, like... no. What I didn't understand was how we have this trope of, like beautiful lady in law enforcement is objectively better than all of her male peers and is struggling to make her way through and like go through the ranks because of her merit because she's a woman that's a familiar story uh yet she's she's makes a lot of smart calls and she investigates very keenly yet she's also constantly not doing a good job like she lets him get away which is obstructing justice like in the hotel when they're trying to ambush him she just lets him get away from the feds when she's supposed to be there to stake out and notify them when he's there and she does that for her own personal gain that's not being a good federal marshal and again I, and this is just a me beef and any heist or law enforcement movie we watch, I will always question why the lady cops are constantly wearing heels. If you gotta run after someone, 
wear a comfortable shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the last I'll say about that. That is valid. She lets him go because they like each other. <laughs> and also, I think part of it is implied that because the cops have been really shitty to her, they're like, just sit here. If you see anything, maybe then you could say something, but fuck off, we're not going to listen to you. So she's like, okay. Which is like, well, also, I don't Which I know is also not good, but I was fine with it in the movie. Yeah, in the context <laughs> of the movie, it's really like a fuck you to the sexist guys. I'm fine with it. But also, like, I don't know. I feel like if you believe in serving justice, you shouldn't have done that. Okay. Like... <laughs> We could talk about, we could debate about people's character and, like, crimes, and I think everyone, I mean, most people agreeing or listening to our podcast could probably agree, even if someone does commit a crime, they could still be, like, a good person with a good soul. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be evil to have done a crime or what is considered to be a crime. I think that's a big problem with the prison industrial complex that we don't need to get into right now, but I I acknowledge that. But I just think it's poor police work. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, fine with it. <laughs> like, I don't know what it, like, I think just honestly, Allie, like, yeah. seeing George Clooney was already a huge turnoff to this movie, and I think it made me more critical of everything, because, oh. I, because I hate him so much. I think I it made me hypercritical of everything else that happened in this movie. Got it. Well, I loved it, because I love George Clooney. I am comforted <laughs> by George Clooney. And, uh, I also this is my type of movie like okay there's like kind of a heist going on and it's a lot of, like a lot of the movie not a lot of the movie but part of the movie is in flashback to um an earlier time that Clooney was in prison at, with Albert Brooks this cast is so fucking stacked yeah with, like Ving Rhames Don Cheadle Albert Brooks Steve Zahn um else is there at one point oh michael keaton is is in one scene yeah michael okay i figured out what the thing was so that character is also in another elmore leonard work or at least in more than one and uh another elmore leonard book was adapted at the same time i think it's called rum punch that was adapted into jackie brown and michael keaton played the same character in jackie brown and oh. they were like, what if you just played the same one in our movie? And Tarantino was like, oh, yeah, univ- like don't make them. I think there were different studios, but he was like, oh, don't make them have to pay some dumb like royalty thing. Like, just let them have Michael Keaton. That'll be fun. And so the reason Michael Keaton's in one fucking scene is because he's basically playing the same character he was playing in Jackie Brown. And it's like a little cameo. Because it's all the same oh. kind of universe of Elmore Leonard stuff. And even though that was a bit where I was like, in what fucking world are Jennifer Lopez and Michael Keaton dating? In what goddamn world <laughs> are they dating? I One thing I did love that I thought was very funny was that, because her dad's also a federal marshal or like yeah. retired or something. Yeah, and Marino. he shows up because she's like at her dad's house. Mm-hmm. And he's Michael Keaton's wearing this like leather jacket because he like came on his motorcycle because mm-hmm. he's so cool, mm-hmm. and he's got a shirt that says FBI in really big letters. And yeah. she takes a phone call from George Clooney and leaves the room, and her dad just goes, 
Doesn't that shirt defeat the point of being undercover? No, yeah, he goes, no, he goes, tell me, do you ever wear one that says undercover? Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and that was genuinely funny. I it's laughed genuine. at that. It's, that was very funny. I thought so the the dad, for, the dad for me was my favorite character aside from Steve Zahn. Really? Dennis Farina is a delight. Um, I will say I was a little bit like cause the first scene, like the scene where we first see Jennifer Lopez, she's with Dennis Farina. It's like her birthday, I think. Or that's like some special dinner, and when they leave, they kiss on the mouth. They kiss goodbye on the mouth. Yeah, I didn't. And I like wrote that. down. I wrote down whose idea was it to kiss on the mouth? Dennis Farina. Like I bet you that was his idea. Like what if I, I kissed my daughter on the mouth? I don't know a single adult hey, Jen, person come over that kisses here. their parents on the mouth. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. Me neither. I. I don't. No. At a certain point, don't do that. Anymore. I don't kiss anyone on the mouth. Because I'm single. Hey. Oh, we're over here. Our mouths are, I was going to say open, but no. Um, Our mouths nope. are, I mean, I mean, available asterisk with application. Yeah, within reason. Like, I want I want a thousand word essay on why you're not going to waste my time and how you're going to cherish me like, tra- oh, chit. How you're going to treat me like a queen. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to date me, you got to apply first. Melanie would like an essay. I do not want an essay. Um, I would like a video. <laughs> of you. Like an L Woods video essay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to see you um, on a pool float. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, for my dating application essay, you will be graded on grammar and writing mechanics. So. I don't if you if you can read, cool. Um. <laughs> we <laughs> can you imagine? Can, <laughs> can you imagine if a man actually like submitted an application to David? <laughs> I can see it happening. I can too. And also, I feel the type like of guys th- that you like are the type that are like, oh yeah, hello, madam. Um, here's my essay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I feel like because the bar is, the bar is gents. The bar is low. I feel like if you get a B or above, that would be acceptable for me. I, um, am not gonna grade you, but please don't be mean to me. If you can skateboard, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know how, and I'm scared, too. (laughs) I love this, like, continuing thread through our episodes that's just, like, our dating resumes. (laughs) So people will date us. (laughs) Like, like mine just keeps getting meaner and meaner and meaner. So many more layers. Yours are, like, layers upon layers of, like, filters they must go through. Mine's like a full Shrek onion. If you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Yeah, Make if you want to be last forever. if you want to be Allie's lover, I'm gonna take you to dinner and I'm gonna be no. mean to you don't. the whole time. No, that's I, don't, I would never I would never do that don't to you. Do that. I would never do that to you. But don't I be would. Mean to yourself. Why? Listen, like if no. you went on a date, I would fully be that friend who like was in the booth next to you in no. a disguise. Please don't. Just in case you needed me. What if okay. they were a murderer? Okay, but then be... Okay, that's cool. I don't know. <laughs> Leave me with a knife. Pass me I a mean, knife. Yeah. I know how to hold a knife. 
You I do. Saw, I saw a That's video funny. That's like totally an unrealistic situation because yeah. like I would only be there if you needed me to be there. Thank you. And vice You're versa. Welcome. But I would be Thank there for you. you too. Yeah, I feel like sometimes my well, you know, like my sarcasm now just sounds like my regular voice. <laughs> I feel like I need to tell the listeners that, like, I would never do that to Allie. Like, no. that's fully me oh. making a joke. Like, I would never stalk her on oh, a date. Oh, no, we get. She would never do that. I worry. Like, I should be ever. more supportive of what you're saying. I need to. You know what I need. You to need do. to yes and yes and. <laughs> um, I love Don Cheadle, and. I I love Don Cheadle. There is not a Don Cheadle performance in this world that I don't love. He is watch truly Black underrated. Monday. Watch Black Monday. Black you Monday in general is such a good show. I really wanted to see more of Don Cheadle's character in this movie as a villain. He's great. The amount we have him and he and yeah. Clooney have a good back and forth and the way he like genuinely scares Steve Zahn is great. Um, I yeah, and I wanted. I think I kind of wanted more of that. Like I wanted to know more about him, and I wanted to know like because he's so unhinged. But mm. it's it's such he's a so it, calm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very uh filtered and tempered mm-hmm. levels of unhinginess. When he's trying on outfits at the end of the movie, when he's just like going through Albert Brooks's closet and looking at suits and like arranging. Outfits. <laughs> I loved it. That was good. Like at one point, he like is putting pulling on a suit and he's like putting it with a tie and like a watch and he goes, "Okay, this 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 will work." <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, um, we should probably fill in the plot. So Clooney goes to jail and he breaks out, and so he meets Jennifer Lopez because Ving Rhames is helping him escape mm-hmm. with Steve Zahn. They're like a trio. And Although Clooney did not want Steve Zahn with them. Clooney right, does not like because, Steve Zahn. Right, because he's not super duper trustworthy. No. He's, he's just like smart. a weirdo little stoner. Yeah. And when J-Lo is put in the car with him, she recognizes him because she basically supervised him being transported from one prison to Steve another. Steve Zahn. She recognizes Steve Zahn. Mm-hmm. Yes. She convinces him to help her escape. So she and Steve Zahn drive off. Mm-hmm. Ving and George are left to their own devices, mm-hmm. and uh, she and Steve Zahn get into an altercation in the car because he doesn't want to take her where she wants to go, and the car crashes, and she wakes up in a hospital. Yeah. And we find out that Clooney, Ving Rhames, and Steve Zahn are aiming to go to Detroit to steal $5 million worth of uncut diamonds from this guy that they were in prison with who's a white-collar criminal. Yeah, played by Albert Brooks. Yes, and so they always find... Always happy a- to see. Always yeah. happy to see Albert Brooks, honestly. Yeah, and uh, he, we find out that Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. uh, whose nickname is Snoop, but his real name's Maurice mm-hmm. in the film, mm-hmm. he wants to do the heist also. Mm-hmm. And so we have, you know, like a competing burglar narrative of who's going to get there first, yeah. who's going to do the heist first, how is this going to work out? Mm-hmm. And then another layer of, is J-Lo going to find Clooney before the rest of the law enforcement finds him? Mm-hmm. And what's going to pan out with that? So we have, like, I don't think that they were, like, the mechanics of how the script was written are fine. Mm-hmm. Like, they're woven together, fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just wasn't my cup of tea. 
but it's not your vibe for me i was yeah. like this is great i love this this is what i want um i love these characters i love this type of story um yeah also i, I like oh also don Cheadle was in prison with steve zahn zing rames uh george clooney albert brooks all at the same time right um, they were all in the same prison in florida yes like yeah. by miami yeah and so they're all out it's like it melanie i think you did a great job of succinctly putting it all together Thanks. so j-lo's looking for clones and they're also just thinking about each other and he has her wallet and her purse and he calls her at one point um that's we already talked about that how like she's on the phone with him while like her dad and michael keaton are in the back talking to each other um and she's like finding him she's always like kind of a step ahead of the cops and she knows where to find him and she knows who to ask like she goes to his ex-wife's house played by katherine keener this fucking cast is outrageous um katherine keener for those who may not have a reference point for her she plays the mom in get out yes that's a good one i was trying to think of a good one good reference point but i couldn't but yeah she is um uh yeah I did, you, okay you i it. did like the scene between katherine keener and j-lo we're not great and then Luis i thought that guzman, was a good scene it's good right and then Luis guzman shows up because he heard about her from jack and he's trying to get to jack because he's escaped police custody um but, but he then, knows that Jack gave them up because yeah. his lover who escaped with him was shot dead by yeah. the cops. Well, that's a bummer. I didn't like that. That's a bummer. Yeah. We don't see that happen, but we hear about it, and that's a bummer. It is sad. It mm-hmm. is sad. Um, but then something I thought was sweet, like part of the thing is that Louis Guzman is fascinated by her because George Clooney's ex-wife, Catherine Keener, was a magician's assistant. Yeah. And so he was always asking George Clooney about her and then once he's like he gets he breaks into her apartment when j-lo's there j-lo arrests him and the whole time he's on the floor he's just like asking katherine keener questions about how magic tricks are done (laughs) yeah j-lo fully like has her high-heeled foot on him she's Mm -hmm. putting him in handcuffs and he's like the box trick how did you do it (laughs) (laughs) i love Luis guzman he's delightful this movie is truly so charming this movie was more violent than i thought i was surprised i think i didn't realize like what i think i just didn't know so when at one point like Don Cheadle stabs a man in prison and I was like oh okay fully shanks him to death okay yeah. um all right cool uh I guess that's what this movie is all right um there was oh there's one thing I wrote down okay so we later find out and like I had a feeling as the scene was happening I was like this is a dream but Clooney after they he and Ding Rames yeah. are in a hotel and Clooney had to like crawl through dirt and like sewage to escape prison so he's like i gotta clean myself off and he starts a bath and i wrote why would you take a bath and not a shower yeah that's disgusting that is pretty gross and then it turns out that it's a dream j-lo is having in the hospital because the idea is she's found him but he's like in the tub and then they kiss and then um she wakes up uh, and it's like, oh, okay, never mind. Um, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's a good. It, there's yeah, lots of it, stuff like she finds like J Lo's f- ends up following them to Detroit, and it talks with um, uh, Don Cheadle's wife, played by Viola Davis. Um, honestly, Viola Davis is so fucking good every yeah. single time. She does not miss. She is incredible. And I'm always happy to see her. She was great. I mean, but this is where we're introduced to who I think is, quite frankly, the most despicable character. Oh, yeah. The most despicable, disgusting, unsympathetic character in the entire film. Yeah, and I think intentionally so, but like, oh, yeah, he's horrible. Um, Played by He's he's a sexual predator, and he's disgusting. He's disgusting. Um, I forget the character's Honestly, name. Honestly, acted very well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I truly believe that he was a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. He was awful. He was gross. Um, and uh, he he's um, uh, Don Cheadle's brother-in-law. I yeah. Believe. Yeah. And he, he's yeah. creepy to J-Lo when she's at the house. And she he makes a move. Herself. He, like, makes a move at her inappropriately. And she pulls out her... <laughs> cop stick and beats the shit out of him. Baton, and she beats him up. Thank you, baton. Cop stick? Okay. Cop stick, baby, (laughs) Future lawyer right here, folks. Future lawyer. (laughs) Cop stick, baby, (laughs) cop. Hate myself. Hate myself. Um, yeah, but anyway, they, um, Jayla's at her hotel, and Clooney, they're getting ready for the heist. Clooney figures out where she is. He figures out that she, oh he sees that she's in Detroit because a picture was taken. She was at an investigation for a different murder. She ran into like a yeah she cop was, friend of hers yeah yeah she and basically like used her friendship with this cop to like get a little bit of leeway and backup in tracking him and his heist. Yes, and uh, but her picture ends up in the paper, and Clooney sees it and he's like, okay, so she's in Detroit. All right, and he starts like calling. Um, I think it's implied that he's calling different hotels to see if she's there. So he finally finds the one that she where she is. But before we know that, Chayla was at the like bar. Ugh, this scene really made me angry. I loved it. Fuck. Okay. Um, cause I I wrote down I'm blushing. <laughs> Oh, well, I think J-Lo did a good job. I was talking about the gross dudes that were hitting on her. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I hated that. Okay, because that's like, the part. Of course. The I absolute don't... gall of these corporate fucks to think but, that they have any business speaking to this woman. Well, and also, like, fully, if anyone who's listening, like, doesn't think that stuff like this happens, that's fully time. happened to me and Allie yep. on separate occasions and while we've been hanging out together. Yeah. Like, groups of guys will just send one after the other mm-hmm. to try to get a positive reaction so mm-hmm. that they can, like, get it in or whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. And it's really just, like, if someone asks you to leave them alone, here, leave, them, leave alone. them alone. Like, I'm fully, like, when we go out, I'm fully the person who's, like, if you make me or my friend uncomfortable, you're done. You're mm-hmm. done. Like, yeah, that's no. who I am when I'm out. I don't take any chances with strangers. Melanie doesn't fuck around. No, but also, not like, that I I'm, do, but, like, I... And I know that <laughs> there's a risk on its own of, like, being assertive in that way, but, like, fully, if you if you are like, hey, do you want to blah, 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 and I say no, that's the end of the conversation. You gotta yeah. go. You if to you're leave. sticking around, you're sticking around at your own risk, and I'm, I'm gonna be mean to you. 
Mm-hmm. Because I said no, I asked you to leave, and if you don't, I'm going to be mean so that you yeah. leave. Also, these men are, like, shitty to her and so condescending. Yeah. It's just gross. Like, it's it's so well done, the, like, different ways where the... It, I just think this scene is so well done of her just being like, fuck off. Like, at one point she she says to one of them, she goes, honestly, who gives a fuck? So, like, no one cares. Well, Please and she leave. basically, she uses the Mel strategy because yeah. at first she's polite. She's like, I'd really yeah. like to be left alone. Mm-hmm. Please leave me alone. I don't yeah. want to be talking to you. Please leave me alone. And yeah. they keep bothering her. So she mm-hmm. goes, honestly, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, li- get away from me. Yeah. I said I wanted to be left alone. Take your tiny pee-pee and leave me alone. The absolute gall of these gentlemen, because it's like several layers. Like, first they offer kind of loudly to pay for her drink they send the waitress over and the waitress has to be like they want to pay for your drink that's the first thing and she says no i'm going to be telling thank you but no and then one of them comes over and says some like shitty line to her and she's like no thank you i'd like to be left alone then another one comes over and sits at her fucking table she's like go away um and then and then Clooney sits at her table but Clooney but she does tell him to sit down she offers the seat to him she also offers him her drink and they have this banter back and forth and I was blushing and I liked it and I realized that if you don't like Clooney this would not mean anything to you but I find Clooney so good at his job and charming and like He's a rake, and I'm on board for this, and I liked it a lot, and I loved this scene. I thought it was so well done. I thought it was well shot. I thought it was well edited. I thought it was well acted. I liked that we're cutting between them talking and then kind of seeing what they did later of them together in the hotel room. I thought that was like, ooh, sexy. Um, <laughs> I also wrote down because JLo is constantly wearing coats, big old coats and boots. I wrote, this is this is stupid, but I wrote, get your boots and your coat for this '90s Clooney. And yeah, I hate myself, but I also love myself. I mean, I won't deny. Like, I don't think it was set up poorly. And I think, like, for me, just because the Cloonster is not my idea of a good time, like, I do think it was set up well that in comparison to these other guys, he's definitely more polite to her. Mm-hmm. And he, he picks up on what she's saying. Yep. He takes social cues and mm-hmm. he's respectful of her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's the one who asks him if he wants to get out of there. Well. He doesn't. Like, he doesn't... He doesn't assume anything. He even says, she's like, I've never played this game before. And he's like, I'm not playing anything. It's not a game. It's not a thing you play. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I just... Yeah, for me, I didn't find it to be particularly sexy. But again, that's just because I'm biased. Mm. I thought it was very sexy. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) ooh-wee. My God. Jennifer Lopez is also the most beautiful woman in the world why yeah she she looks amazing with a red lip and she she also looks good with a frosted lip this i she typically i at this point in like today jlo loves a frosted like nude lip 
but she, the, she looks incredible. I mean, she looks incredible with the rest of it, but, like, she looks so good with her red lip, and we never see her in one, and I'm like, we... JLo can do whatever she wants, but, like, she looks so incredible in her red lip. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I also loved just, like, the frosted, silvery, bluey lipstick that she was wearing at the mm-hmm. end. Oh, yeah. Like, no. fully. And this is 1998, people, okay? Mm-hmm. This is when Smuckers was – Lip Smackers, sorry, mm-hmm. were – all the rage and like if you wanted like blue raspberry lip smackers it was blue and it had glitter in it and it was going on your face she has like a it's like a almost brown lip liner but it's like metallic and then there's the gloss it's like a nude it's a because it's like a nude lip but there's something to it it's i didn't hate it oh i loved it i look fully on board for all of it love jennifer lopez love George Clunes. Love this movie. Anyway, they, in, in Detroit, the heist starts to go down, so it's Ving Rhames. Also, I know we've mentioned Ving Rhames once or twice. I love Ving Rhames. What a delight. I love Ving Rhames. He was he in the remake w- of Day of the Dead, or Dawn of the Dead, excuse me, and he did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. He's he a is, fine actor. He is wonderful in this movie. I love him. And... Also, I loved his hat and his glasses. His, he wore the shit out of those sunglasses. He wore the fuck out of those sunglasses. Wow. Wowie. Wowie. Ving, Ving, we love you. So, anyway, the heist is going down. Like, ding dong. Get it? No. Oh, no, I loved it. (laughs) Ding dong. Ving. So, the heist is going down. We got Steve Zahn. Um, out of the picture. Uh, Steve Zahn leaves early, and because he, they're at the club and they're going to talk about it, and he's trying to get out early because he's scared, because he knows he's like they're probably going to kill me, but they're definitely their plan is to kill George Clooney and Bing. And also, Don Cheadle had basically forced him into like an initiation ritual. Oh, of brutally murdering someone. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. at this point, Steve Zahn's character is like, I'm freaked out. I don't want to be here. I don't know how to leave. Yeah. And J-Lo um, gives him an out. Yeah. J-Lo's like, okay, you can leave. And also now she knows, A, where the thing is going to be. And also she knows that they're going to try to kill Clooney. So she's trying to save Clooney. And they've already slept together. So it's like, whoa. whoa. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, they are at Albert Brooks's house, and they show up, and the maid is there, played by Carrie Allen, I believe is her name? I think so. Like, she's one of those actresses where, like, when you see her, you'll immediately recognize her. She was the partner in RoboCop. She was in the movie Carrie. Um, she's, like, the blonde bitch in the movie Carrie. Wait, really? Yes. She's the one that's like, I need you to do me a favor. Really? Yeah. Shut up. I, I think I th- her name's Chris in Carrie. Yeah, I think so. Let me double check her name. I th- I I want to say maybe her name isn't Carrie. Am I messing this up? Oh no. Everybody, did I fuck up? I'm fucking up, you guys. No, it's okay. Be nice to yourself, Nancy. Nancy Allen. I'm so sorry, Nancy. Nancy's like, I'll fucking kill you. Um. But yeah, Nancy Allen, she was the, like, blonde bitch in, in Carrie. And she's his partner in RoboCop. She's the one that teaches him how to shoot a gun again. 
Yeah, okay, she was Chris in Carrie, and she married Brian De Palma, who directed it. Okay, good for you, babe. And I think Carrie is the first Stephen King adaptation that made it onto film. I think it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Starring Sissy Spacek, great movie. That movie is great. But we digress. Um, That's a great movie. Yeah, um, so basically the maid is home, on. she answers the door, and she's like, uh he's not what's, here he's at what's his, his butt yeah what's his yeah. butt's not here mm-hmm. i'm taking care of the house for the off season while he's in florida mm-hmm. um which and is so a lie we find out he's just yeah. uh he's got no spine and he's mm-hmm. hiding alone letting this poor woman yeah. get you know uh attacked, hurt. thrown around yeah attacked literally attacked yeah by thrown these around. horrible men while these men um, are just like oh, scavenging the house they're trying to break into his safe because they're like, oh, he has stuff in the safe. They're like, he has diamonds in here somewhere. Um, I, I did I did love, um, I'm sure you thought this was funny too, when yeah. she gives them the combination to the safe and it's just toupees. It's just I, toupees. I choked loved on my it. water. I loved it. It was great. Um, but Clooney's in a different part of the house. I think Thing Rames is somewhere. But anyway, Clooney finds Albert Brooks. And, and he's like, that's really cool of you to let your maid fucking... Just answer the door for you and he's yeah, like yeah oh, he calls th- him out like you're yeah, shitty <laughs> you're a piece of shit and he's like oh we thought it was her husband and like i'm in love with her and he's clooney is like okay whatever and clooney is the one that finds the diamonds because they're on the bottom of the fish tank because quote uncut diamonds just look like rocks even um, though in the film they don't look like rocks no they're they look like, like shiny little cubes they look like diamonds <laughs> yeah like, that was something where I was like, they look cut to me, but okay. Um, yeah, you know what? Let me, I've, I should have done this before. I'm going to Google what an uncut diamond looks I'm gonna like. I'm going to do that too. Uncut diamond. You have to put in diamond. Otherwise, it's going to show you something else. Yeah, don't don't just put the word uncut. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Because the internet is a bunch of pervs. Um, I mean, they kind of look like rocks. Yeah, but, like, that's a diamond. (laughs) Like, it's not as shiny and it's not as geometrically perfect as a Mm -hmm. cut diamond, but, like, you can tell. It looks like crystal. Yeah. And, like, the ones on the fish tank look like crystal. So, um, Clooney finds the, um, Ving, well, Ving gets them out and he puts them in a little thing and he hides them and he manages to get out. So they're, they're about to leave and Clooney realizes that He's like, oh, they're gonna really hurt that maid. They're gonna, they're gonna assault the maid. They're in gonna a way assault the maid. No one should be assaulted. He's like, so he they're goes, gonna do that. He goes, are they? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, bang, take the stuff. I'll, I'm going back in. You get out. And thing is like, okay, are you sure? Yeah, he's, like, he's yeah, like, we have the score. We could just leave. And Clooney. I mean, it's nice. I guess it's nice to know he's got a conscience, and he's like, I like these dudes are psycho, and they're gonna yeah. hurt this woman who's done nothing wrong, yeah. except just be here, yeah. and I have to stop them. So yeah. he does. Um, yeah. And while he's going up, I did think this part was funny too, just because yeah. um, I have a dark sense of humor. But one of the guys in oh oh Don I Cheadle's, loved this in Don Cheadle's this. gang. His name's yeah. White Boy. He's just like this tall, large guy Mm -hmm. and like he's he's the muscle so he's not Mm -hmm. very smart and he's not very observant he's literally just there to fuck shit up yeah and the first time they're walking up these steps he trips 
And they're like, you dumb idiot. <laughs> and then... And then he's going after Clooney and he's going up the steps and he's going to shoot him and he trips and shoots himself to death. Yes. With his own gun. Shoots himself in the head. And I thought that was very funny. It was so dark, but it did make me laugh. And it's supposed to. It's supposed to be in a way where you're like, oh, oh, God. Okay. I mean, it is like graphic. It is. Oh it, yeah, you I see was. like bits of bits of brain and There's, like skull in his yeah, in his I was like, oh, you, 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 um, this which I thought was, was more... cool that it was accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and listen, there's still time for me to quit law school and become a medical examiner. There's still wanted. time. If you want um, there's not. I would have to get a bunch of other degrees, and I'm kind of tired of school. <laughs> so. My dream of being Ducky from NCIS will never be achieved. I don't know which one. Is that the is that the lady with the pigtails? No, it's the old British um me- medical examiner. That makes more sense. <laughs> makes more sense for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Sorry, sir. Sir, that's not for you. Your son is bothering you now. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to eat the little um safety bubble packaging that I keep my pot equipment in. Sir, that's not rude. nutritious. Rude. Disrespect. Disrespectful. Absolutely rude. <sighs> Alright. So rude. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, um, so I forget how Don Cheadle What happens to Don Cheadle? Does Don uh, Cheadle Clooney not? shoots him. Clooney shoots Don Cheadle, yeah. Um also the And the he also shoots Cheadle's brother in law yeah. as he's about to assault Nancy the Allen. Maid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, something I thought was really smart is as she like throws the blanket over his head so he can't see what's about to happen and he can't defend himself. So then he's shot more easily. And I thought that was really smart of her. And I yeah, that she part. she she's the real hero. She's honestly. dope. Like she acted she acted fast. Yeah. Um and so and then, then J-Lo Clooney comes takes in. his gun. Yeah. And then um has his showdown with Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. And um. Oh no, he doesn't kill Don Cheadle. J Lo kills Don Cheadle. <gasps> yes, that's right. She, kills she enters Cheadle. the house and she's been sneaking around for like half the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she shoots Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. and then Clooney and her have a standoff because yeah. she's like, "Put the gun down," and he says, "No, I'm not going back to jail." And, and she he's says, well, already- "I can't. I can't let you go." Yeah, and he's already established, like, he's already said that, like, he would be fine going, like, being shot down. Like, earlier when they met in the car, when they're in the truck of the car and they're talking about old movies, because that's something they bond over, he talks about um, Peter Finch and Network. And, spoiler for Network, a, what, 50-year-old movie at this point? Um, but Network Network is a good movie. Um he, he's got Peter Finch's character is gunned down at the end of that movie and George Clooney's like oh I think that would actually be an okay way to go and so what he does is he takes all the bullets out of his gun but J-Lo doesn't know that and he just kind of holds his gun she's like I can't I'm not gonna I, ha- I can't let you go and she's like I don't want to shoot you and he's like you kind of have to assuming like you have to kill me and so she shoots him in the leg and Something I did think was funny is she's like, I'm, I can't shoot you. And he's like, you did. Like, you did. You fucking shot me. Like, you shot yeah, me. Yeah, she was fuck. like, I couldn't. She's like, I couldn't. I couldn't shoot you. And he's like, you shot me. Yeah, he's like, you did. You and I think she just 
meant she couldn't shoot to kill. But yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, she cuffs mm-hmm. him to the banister and then the cops all swarm in and mm-hmm. do what they do. And so then the next time we see him, he is being transported back to prison in Miami. Mm-hmm. But and they're she, leaving she's from a federal, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorry. because she's a federal marshal, mm-hmm. she is transporting him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her, like, her gift to him, I guess, is that she had them delay for a day. Mm-hmm. So that he's riding with another prisoner who's played by Samuel L. Jackson. Incredible. Who we find out has broken out of prison nine times. Mm-hmm. With the implication being that she wanted him and Clooney to meet so that Clooney could break out of prison and they could mm-hmm. be together. Yeah. Which uh, I like. I thought that was clever and cute. But also, like, he could try to get out on parole. Actually, no, he wouldn't because he's already escaped. Never mind. Yeah. Also, he says, like, if I go back, I'm getting 30 with, like, no chance. Like, 30 yeah, I forgot no about chance. that. Like, there's yeah. no shot of me yeah. getting so out that's like, a regular like, way. So that's, like, there's no legal channels that he can go through to get out yeah. because he he did the crimes that he was convicted of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's just so charming. But he is, bitch. He runs <laughs> that bank. He runs that bank with a fucking smile. He had nice manners and a fucking smile, and he he robbed that bank. I love him. <laughs> well, you're allowed. I love George Clooney. I trust George Clooney. I don't want to fuck George Clooney. No, no, no. But no. I trust him to pull off a heist. I don't trust him. I do. I don't trust him. Also, he's not going to prank me. He doesn't pull that shit with me. He can do that to Brad Pitt all day long. Also, that, that's another guy that I don't. I just doesn't do it for me. I'm, I am wary of Brad Pitt, but also whenever I watch him in something, I'm like, he is good at his job. He is a good actor. He's like so I'm good not. At his job. I'm not He's denying. So good at his job. I'm not denying that. It's just like it's it's similar to Ryan Gosling, where I don't find him attractive. His charisma doesn't work on me. I don't know why. It just doesn't. Like, Sometimes he it does, doesn't. You don't always need a reason to be not into a celebrity, and that's okay. It's, well, I know I don't need a reason, but I like to try and figure out, like, where those feelings come oh, from. And I just, I, I think it's because maybe there's, to both of them, to the Goss and the Clune, there's an air of smugness that I just don't fuck with. I, I think I get it. They both have, like, smirks. Yeah. They smirk. They smirk. Um, I will I'm say not with about them, that life. I, it depends. I'm selective about the smirks I like. Melanie, did you think this movie was romantic? I think I know the answer, but did you think it was romantic? Uh, it's going to be a big old goose egg for me. No. A big I, old Ryan Gosling egg. Um, oh, wow. You hate him. <laughs> I. Did you think it was romantic? I did. And I also thought it was sexy. And, I, and it was, I, I was I was blushing. I was like, oh my god. You were blushing, I was dry heaving. I loved it. I loved <laughs> I it. Can this honestly I'd watch it think again. This and I would never. Um <laughs> I'll watch it again right now. I don't give a shit. Although you know what else I might watch? Because I'll watch what? it any goddamn day of the week. What? Ocean's eleven, bitch. 
You love that movie. I love it. It's so good. Also Soderbergh. And yeah. it's got the Clunes. It's got Donnie Cheats. So good. And Matt Damon. You know, I got, I, there's just something, I can't quite put my finger on it, and maybe you disagree, but like part of the tone of this film and the pace that also didn't really work for me is that everything just seemed very subdued. Oh. If that uh, makes sense. I think I do get it, That, but I liked that part. I think it's a similar tone that the, like the Oceans films have, and uh, it's similar to like the first Magic. But honestly, the first Magic, right? Soderbergh lights stuff where it's a little bit, um, hey man, like we're not in a rush, and I don't hate that to be honest. It's it's relatively understated. I think I I like it. Like crazy stuff is happening, but it's like we're not gonna freak out. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to freak out. Everything's We're going to spend some time with these characters, and we're just going to sit with them for a little bit. And okay. I oh my God. like that. He's eating my backpack. Hold on. <laughs> Your Sir? Son. Sir? How dare you? This backpack is not meant to be chewed on by little cats. What is happening? Don't run away from me. You Everyone, sometimes we get a Stay glimpse there. into the life of the artist. And that's what we're what getting right doing, now. Stay there. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. You know, sometimes when a mother and son argue, who they're really arguing with is their own wants and needs. Okay, I'm back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Uh. I don't know if there's really like a fuck Mary Kill for this. I mean, I know there are more than one. There's more than one person, but I don't think we need. We don't need to do one for every movie. Maybe I don't know. Also, I know that you would just murder Clooney. Yeah. Okay. So then let's him. make it interesting. Let's do a fuck Mary Kill that doesn't include Clooney. Okay. That doesn't in Clooney. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. I okay. like that joke a lot, you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Anyway. Um, okay, fine. so here's you what I one, got. You yeah. got one sister? Yeah. Ving Rhames, Steve Zahn, Don Cheadle. Okay, I'm Mary marrying. Kill. I'm going to marry Ving Rhames. Yeah. I'm going to make love with Don Cheadle. I, look, I love Steve Zahn, but in this case, I cannot... I can't, I can't, I, w I want the best for him. I'm glad that Steve Zahn gets away and is safe and okay in this context of this movie, but I guess we're, I don't want to kill him, but it, he's not included in the lovemaking or the marriage uh, part of this for me. But okay. I love Steve Zahn. If we're talking that thing you do, Steve Zahn, we're getting married. <laughs> Got <laughs> Sorry it. Sorry about it, but we are. <laughs> I love Steve Zahn, so he's I great. would actually... This is a tough call, but I think I would marry Steve Zahn, fuck Ving Rhames, and I would kill Cheadle. What? Okay. We're different. Yeah. We're it's, different. Listen, this was a difficult decision, okay? It was okay. like neck and neck, so I okay. just had to fall. I had to go with my gut. You gotta go with your gut, but I love Don Cheadle, and that's okay. We're different So do people. I. I'm I very know. sad to be killing Don Cheadle in this scenario. Oh, Don. Like, he doesn't deserve that from me. No. We love Don Cheadle. This is this may be one of our most polarizing movies. Yeah, yet. this what, is. 
can you think of any others that we've done that where it's been this divided i don't think so i i'm trying to think i mean the closest was like you thought Gary Oldman was like the sexiest thing you'd ever seen in Dracula, and Gary I Gary like, Oldman in an old timey gray suit with blue sunglasses and long hair and a beard. Uh, yeah. It's an absolute no for me. It's a absolute. <laughs> if that man, okay, here's the thing. The difference <laughs> is if that man approached me, like, okay, in both instances, if you're Mina in that scene and he's like, "Hello, I was just wondering. Oh, I'm so sorry to bother you, but." Can I interest you in the opera or whatever the fuck he says to her? You'd be like, oh, take me away. And I'm like, get the fuck out of (laughs) here. I'm looking for my fiance, Keanu Reeves. Please leave me alone, you gray-suited weirdo. I would fully be like, Keanu who? I'll be your undead mistress of the night forever and ever and ever. Let's go. What opera do you want to see? In what world is it Keanu who? (laughs) How... in that specific world, it's Keanu for, Who. For you. For me. For you. It is disrespectful <laughs> to you. Keanu, Keanu, if you're listening, I'm... He's I not mean, listening. Ke- but what if he is? He's a nice guy. He's a lovely man. He's a lovely person, and I you love never you so know. Much. Keanu, I, I mean no disrespect. I just, I just love spooky Gary Oldman more. I think Keanu would understand. I think Keanu, Keanu wouldn't be bothered by it. I no, think. because if you really love someone, you have to let them go. And Keanu is a chill dude who loves everyone. He's so chill. He's so zen. <sighs> I love Keanu Reeves. Anyway, this was out of sight. I recommend this movie very much. Melanie uh, does not. Yeah. I genuinely thought this was going to be an episode where we were like, finally, we're watching a good movie again. But <laughs> No, I'm so sorry. No. No, it's okay. That's why we have this thing. Yeah, if your tastes align with Melanie, you will not like this movie. But yeah. if you align with me, the person who is right. <laughs> okay. I don't appreciate that. I'm I don't li- I don't think I like your I don't like your tone. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's yeah. Well, I mean but also, film like, is art it, and art is subjective. Also between the two of us, who is more likely to fall in love with a bank robber? You. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, this stupid asshole belongs in jail and is breaking the law. And I'm like, he's breaking the law with manners. Like, (laughs) he's taking down the enemy. I mean, we fully demonstrated that in this episode. You're like, but they're in love. And I'm like, she should have shot him. (laughs) You're like, he should be dead. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, she wore the wrong shoes. She should have shot him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, they're in love. Like, also, is it a surprise that I love the movie about someone falling in love with a bank robber? Because my favorite movie is Point Break. Yeah, I was going to say. A movie about someone falling in love with a bank robber who they cannot shoot. Yeah. I think the difference is, though, is that the end of Point Break, Bodie gets his comeuppance. But it's like at his, but it's like, it's it's just me like panting until I pass out. Um, it's just me looking at my Point Break poster like, <laughs> just like crouched in a corner with like a candle. Fire on the Um. 
So I recommend this movie. Melanie does not. We share time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you get me. Um, of course I do. You're my best I know. friend. I know. I'm. Well, I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy this movie, Melanie. It's okay. I'm sorry it's, to please okay. do something that you didn't Allie, like. Allie, I've, I've had you watch movies that I enjoyed that you hated. This is 100% okay. I will not name names. <laughs> <laughs> you can. But also, I can't think of the, their names right now because I think my brain was like, push. I think my brain was like, we're putting out of sight in and pushing the other ones out. We're putting yeah. the other ones out of sight, as it were. Hey. Um, hey. Well, if you enjoyed this episode and you either have opinions about George Clooney or you want to offer your dating resume to me and Allie, or if you want to help us with our dating resume, we would love to hear from you. So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at hellnocast for both. And as ever, we are trying to get better and learn how to Twitter better, but we are both awful at Twitter, so sorry. Um, you can also email us at hellnocast at gmail.com. And you can check our website out at hellnocast.com, where we update our episodes every Friday. They drop on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And we are also currently putting in some more bio information for everyone involved in the pod, so you can get to know us a little bit better. Yes. Please learn more about us. Welcome learn us more. into your home. I don't actually. I actually, I don't. You want shouldn't to. welcome me into your home. I don't want to. Also, you don't have to know more about me if you don't want to. I don't. I'm okay. I'm okay with being a mystery. Um, what if that? What if that's just your bio? You just put a question mark. Yeah, I'm okay. With or being the a or just no. Period. No. What if that is my bio? <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be really funny if you put I'm a Pisces. Oh, that'd be cool. Ali Tanzillo is a Pisces. Well, anyway, this has been out of sight. (laughs) (laughs) I loved this movie. I thought it was very well done. Soderbergh, you done it again, motherfucker. Um, And I had the opposite opinion. (laughs) Yes. But, you know... Check us out on the social medias. We really love hearing from all of y'all. And your support, your support is very appreciated. So if you'd like to support us in another way, you can leave us a five-star review or on Apple Podcasts, or you can give us a like on Spotify uh, or Google. Um, and those things do help our visibility uh, as a podcast. So we appreciate that support as well. Well, this has been You Have Me at Hell Now. I have been Allie. And I've been Mel. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely at our homes in front of our pets, Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to say congratulations to Tiffer on the birth of his daughter, as well as a big thank you to Lucille Petty and Bella Vanek for writing our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. 